everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Doctor and the Dork. I'm Olivia, here with your co-host, Frank. How's it going, guys? I had to do the intro because Frank was struggling. I'm having a laughing fit right now. So far, I have accidentally snorted some food. I have choked on a peach. This has been quite the night. (laughs) I'm, I'm struggling to talk today, guys. And we're probably gonna be pretty delirious. It's nine thirty, and we're usually in bed by now. So yeah, this is in fact <laughs> bedtime. So if we start not making sense, just unfollow us. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. So, All right, you gonna kick us off? So guys, we've decided instead of the week in review, we're gonna start calling this the warm up. Yeah, so um, we can kind of get into our groove. Yeah, so uh, the week in review sounded too personal. I, as uh, Olivia's mom pointed out, it was more of an that was more of an informational bit for friends and family. You know, yeah. I think it was a good place to start the podcast when we were still getting our vibe. Now, don't let him fool you. We're still gonna do everything exactly the same. Exactly. <laughs> we're just gonna call same. it the warm up. <laughs> <laughs> so don't get too excited. Maybe eventually we'll we'll be able to switch off of that but as for now let's warm up oh i'm taking it away okay um so this weekend this past weekend guys was labor day weekend i hope everyone had a good weekend um we certainly did we went up to the adirondacks and stayed at an airbnb in uh what was it port Port henry Henry. yeah yeah so uh that wasn't too bad i mean it was a little weird um as far as airbnbs go but yeah whatever um <laughs> so we went up there with the truck and the trailer with the intent to ride the motorcycle around and mission was accomplished yeah we had a pretty good weekend um we got up there when saturday uh yeah saturday yep. we stopped at our typical cracker barrel on the way up cracker barrel if you're looking for a sponsorship mm. we'll take some free gift cards for that not oh, a problem yeah um yeah we got up there what did we do the first day we got up there uh we rode around we went out for like two and a half hours on the bike oh yeah and then we stopped at like this westport tavern hotel oh yeah yeah yeah. we went to the westport tavern which we found out later was apparently not viewed very highly it was pretty good though i felt i thought it was fine yeah i thought i was surprised the the potato skins were good and the quesadilla was good yeah so the price wasn't terrible um, so that was basically it for that night. And the next day, though, we woke up early and we went zoom zoom to uh, Lake Placid and White Hill. And boy, was it cold in the morning. Yeah, that was like, I knew it was going to be cold, but we threw our jacket liners on our uh, motorcycle jackets and it still didn't do anything for that 48 degree chill. No, wild because it's it was been like damp. 80, 85 degrees every day in Connecticut. And we get up there and it's like 65 high every yeah. day. Yeah. It, and it was a damp cold, too. Yeah. And considering everywhere we went was the mountains. Yeah, that so, probably didn't really Yeah, help. it didn't really add anything. But I was uh, I was pretty disappointed with uh, Lake Placid there. Yeah, so I think the little town of Lake Placid is so cute, and I was ready to do all this fun stuff. First thing, we get to the breakfast place <laughs> at like 8 o'clock, and they opened at 7, so I'm thinking it's... Oh, it was 7.30, I thought. Uh, I don't know one or the other. Anyway, so we get there pretty soon after they open, and the wait time's already like an hour, hour and a half that we have to wait for, which was ludicrous to me. But I guess with coronavirus, you know, they can seat less people in there. Well, here's the thing: they, they said they were at fifty percent capacity, but there were people at every single I was gonna table. Say, yeah, it looks pretty full in there to me. <laughs> yeah, I was. So I don't. I don't know. I um, just. I wasn't loving it. And then it took forever to get our chocolate. Yeah. But I think that was more on just people being people. Yeah, And then we tried to go to 
oh gosh, I forget what that winery, Goosewatch Winery there. Um, Cause I was gonna, I was looking to buy a bottle of wine there and a bottle of wine at another place, but they had only allowed six people in at a time for tastings, which is fine, totally understand. However, they didn't have any sort of like waiting list system. It was just kind of like hover near the door and like hope somebody's done tasting their wine in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, and we which waited did not for happen. what twenty, I, almost thirty minutes. Yeah. And then we just gave up. And then go figure, the second we move, you know, the but line But there was another in. couple ahead of us yeah. anyway, so we would have had to wait another probably half an hour. You know, it would have been a lot cooler if they just had, like, a... Like hey, a call we'll list. A, hey, yeah. we'll text you when the next couple leaves. You guys are the fifth ones in line. Yeah, you know, it takes 30 minutes of tasting, like, yeah. planned for two hours Yeah, or out. even just schedule. Make reservations for a tasting. At least then, I don't know, there'd be yeah, some there sort of organization. Yeah, there was none of that. And then Olivia took us on a goose chase. <laughs> Trying to hunt down some... I said, no worries. I know another winery that's off of this main strip. It's a sister winery to this one. It's called, like, Swedish Hill Winery. We got it. All right, so now we're zoom, zoom into the next winery. And, like, <laughs> zoom, zoom. the map's telling me that we went past it, and I didn't see a sign, but I see, like, <clears> this <throat> building that I kind of remember it being in. So I'm like, hey, turn around. I think we passed it. Yeah, I uh, I didn't see anything. I'm usually pretty alert about seeing some signs, especially on the bike. I'm usually looking around, mm. which I suppose I shouldn't admit, but yeah, <laughs> whatever. I'm usually very aware of my surroundings. And uh, I didn't see anything. And then I was like, I feel, I definitely felt that we went too far. And we spin around and I'm like, then I noticed there's a brewery. And I was like, oh, well, Olivia must have been taking me here. Of course Like not. I'm a liar. It was an abandoned winery. No idea when they shut down. Yeah. But we could still see where the sign used to be. Yeah, pretty sad about that. I don't know if they just moved, if they closed, what the deal is. They're no longer there. Yeah. So then we're like, all right, well, let's make the most of it. We're right next to this brewery. Let's just hit this brewery real quick. Yeah. So we pull up and it's, what time was it? Like two. 2.30, yeah. 2.40. They allegedly closed at 3. Yeah, and so they wouldn't give us a table, so they gave us some Adirondack chairs. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, <laughs> so they give us some Adirondack chairs, and uh, they take forever to seat us. And then we sit down, and they're like, oh, waitress will be over soon. Well, we see a couple waitresses come and go, come and go. And then someone shows up like 15 minutes after us, and they seat them at a table... And then they get served before us, and then we waited for a couple more minutes, and then we just got up and left. Like, no one ever came by. Like, I don't yeah. know if they thought we were just hanging out. Well, then to... they gave us attitude before they even sat us. They were like, well, we, we close at 3, and Frankie's like, oh, we're just looking to have, like, a beer. Like, we won't stay that long. Meanwhile, these guys who come after us sit at a table, have full food menus, order full food. <laughs> You're telling me we can't sit down? I was just highly unimpressed. Meanwhile, yeah. the whole place is packed when we get yeah. there. By the time we're seated, it's 2.45. People are just being served with their food. I don't know. I was just like, if you're looking to make money, you're not doing a good job at it. Yeah. Needless to say, the ADKs were great. We wrapped up with uh, one last brewery that we finally <laughs> were able to get a drink at. So we went all the way over there. It was uh, Ledge Hill Brewing Company. Shout out to you guys. Mm -hmm. Fantastic environment. They are in Westport, New York. If you're ever up in that area, I highly recommend going, guys. They have a... Uh, a far local farmer comes in serving fresh food. It was fantastic food, great price. Um, the owner of the place, or what we thought was the owner, was outside with a record player. He had nothing but easy listening records on. 
it was just the beer was good and if you're not into beer they even had a list of mixed drinks you yeah they had mixed drinks they had uh, wine from local wineries they had ciders um and their mixed drink was very good and free popcorn as every yep. bar and brewery should have so but i cannot praise them enough it was a relaxed setting it was small and personal um it is a very if you don't know it's there you would definitely drive past it because we did like twice <laughs> um but yeah shout out to ledge hill brewing company great time i agree they were good so other than that i think you want to talk about uh mount whiteface there yeah so what we... you thought of it yeah, so I, I don't know, I told Frankie, I don't think I've ever really been to the top of an actual mountain. Um, so we, <clears throat> we didn't do any hiking, shockingly, in case anybody was curious about that. But we drove up White Hill. Um, white face, not White yeah, Hill. White Hill. <laughs> um, number one, I thought it was a little pricey to go up there. So it was like 15 bucks a passenger to go up the hill but mm-hmm. frankie's got them nice discounts so we got up there a little cheaper um it, which was probably a good deal if they had like all of this stuff open but they have like a castle on top and that was closed they said that the hiking was closed so really all you were doing was driving up finding a parking lot and taking in the views which like not to be taken lightly because the views are very nice but i could understand why some people might not be well, six people in an SUV, it. and they were charging like fifty bucks yeah. to drive up a hill. Yeah, that's so, a lot of money. Well, a mountain, but um, it was good. It was really cold. Yeah, on the motorcycle, <laughs> that was cold. It was brisk, uh, but yeah, no, it had really good views. Could see a lot from the top there. That was uh, yeah, scenic. We'll post those pictures to the Instagram. Yep. Um, next, guys, I guess uh, being up in the Adirondacks all weekend really made me take a look and made me realize you know i already realized it but i appreciate the environment um i enjoy getting out on a hike i enjoy the motorcycle and actually getting out there and really just kind of getting off the beaten path you know it's nice to get away from civilization and get out into the woods you know it's very calming um but lately if you haven't noticed um basically the whole country is on fire (laughs) The whole uh, country, the whole world. The, the, yeah, I mean, Brazil apparently is having the worst fire season ever. Um, California is. They've burned 2 million acres so far, which in case you didn't know, the Connecticut is 3.5 million acres, and Rhode Island is roughly 750,000 acres. Mm-hmm. So two and a half Rhode Islands, or a little over half of Connecticut, is currently charred to nothingness in California. And that's not including all of the other fires that are currently ongoing in Oregon, Washington. Yeah, if you live in Portland, Oregon, why? Like, like, the year that this has given you, it's time to move. Yeah, the the riots slash protests, the the fires, the just, yeah, no. So, yeah, guys, um, just keep an eye out there, you know? If you go for a walk, I don't know, bring a trash bag, pick up some garbage or something. I know it don't seem like a lot, but if everyone pitches in, you know, I'm just saying. How are you connecting that to the fire? That wasn't a very seamless Look, I'm not trying to be I know where you're trying to go, but the listeners might not. (laughs) I'm just trying to say that the world's actually ending. Based on what you said, my trash is just going to catch on fire anyway, so why not just leave it there? Oh my god, that's not good either. (laughs) No burning plastic. Um, But yeah, also, NASA has some actually crazy photos of... uh, 
the fires too so if you guys get a chance to check those out if you're less interested in nasa and more interested in snapchat you can also zoom out <laughs> in the maps and see the real life pictures that people are taking of the smoke and such in surrounding areas so i don't know i like snapchat for that purpose because i know it's really happening you know? i never knew that was a feature yeah. i also didn't realize that a bunch of these fires were started from gender reveals yeah i just heard that on the radio today i thought it was just one but then you informed me it was yeah I, I read of a second one that happened and then um yeah no it really i swear the world is actually ending so up in siberia guys here's another one off topic well, sort of on topic, environment related. Okay. They're having, so the permafrost up in the Arctic Circle in Siberia is defrosting at such a fast rate that the methane trapped under the ground is exploding, creating ice volcanoes mm. that are immensely deep and seriously like the foundation of a house. So very large holes in the ground. And they're just popping up all over the place for no rhyme or reason. Mm. and uh, it's just the permafrost is melting yeah um, this is you know areas of the world that permafrost never defrosts mm. it, it's perma yeah it, it's a permanent layer of frost yeah. and uh well it's melted so yeah, that um, doesn't sound very good <laughs> yeah so i don't know what to make that scientists people tell us i don't know well um what else you got? No, Anything else about it. the environment? Did you hit all your, your talking points? Well, I had one other one um, yeah. that's like a, a little tidbit that I was going to wrap into my plastic thing. but So apparently prepackaged plastic foods, guys, has now officially overtaken cigarette butts as the most numerous form of garbage on the beach. Let me ask you, do you think that's because people are eating more prepackaged foods or because they're smoking less? Um, Everybody's walking around with their jewels now. I'm willing to bet it's there's less smokers, and as the world uses more and more plastic, there's mm. more of it in the ocean that washes up on the beach. Do you think by the end of 2020 there will be more mass than cigarette butts or packaged food items on the beach? Mm, definitely packaged food. Have you seen the pictures where animals are getting all twisted up in people's masks? They're asking that you cut the little ear pieces before you throw them away. I have not actually okay. seen that. That's a thing. <laughs> That's a new what are thing. we killing turtles with masks now? Yeah, I thought I it was think. the six-pack Coke cans that was doing them <laughs> in. Why you're supposed to cut them too? <laughs> Um, something we don't have on our list, but I do want to talk about real quick, is um, the future of the Doctor and the Dork. I think we got an inquiry by a close family of the show asking when we're going to do the video segment of our show. Ah, yes. And the answer is, we don't know. We're getting used to this microphone situation, but I'm going to say, I'm going to ballpark sometime in October. We'll probably release yeah. at least one so episode. I'm thinking right around episode 20 to 25, somewhere in that ballpark um because right now we're, this was 14 so mm -hmm. i gotta figure yeah so we'll get this microphone thing really figured out guys and uh, i think we're gonna start uploading video content to youtube um which means i guess we have to start appearing well much better to, than we yeah, do right better, now <laughs> better than post-workout dinner attire yeah. so um also, if you're a listener of the show who really wants to be a guest, we're probably going to try to keep having some guests on. So write us an email at drandork at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, friends, family, if you guys are interested in hopping on the podcast, we would love to have you on. We would love to have someone for episode 15, but if it doesn't happen, we're not going to be heartbroken. We're going to be a bit more adamant that it happens for sure at episode 20. Um, 
But we'll see where that goes. But all right, Olivia, take us away into the doctor segment. We have rambled enough this week. All right, let me take us away. So one quick thing I just wanted to note, we got a new vaccine date entry into our competition for one chocolate chip cookie. And (laughs) that is Tyler. He guessed on December 25th, 2020, the vaccine will be improved. Um, I've been hearing some wild things that some people are guessing by the end of October. I don't know, Tyler informed me, and I actually had to look it up, that all they're requiring, all the FDA is requiring, is 50% efficacy of the vaccine. What? And that was Tyler's reason for an earlier vaccine date. Well, that sounds like we're pulling a Russia. Um, and the, apparently they decided that back in June, I believe the article said. Um, and the logic there was, or at least my understanding of the logic, was that the flu vaccine is usually only 40 to 60% effective each year. So they were kind of setting the bar around there. But mm. I don't get those, like, I don't know, when we had the polio vaccine, I don't think they were like, meh, it was like 50-50 shot. Yeah, we'll count that as a go. Eh, 50-50. <laughs> but, you know, maybe they did. I don't know. Um, and then I was kind of looking into what if there were any um, vaccines out there that were in phase three, and then I figured I'd just do a little quick pharmacy thing and talk about the different phases of research. Ooh, I'd be interested um, in hearing that. So there's three phases of research. Well, there's four. It depends how you want to categorize it. Well, first you've got your preclinical research. So this is like you got your mice in the lab, and you're like, is it going to kill the animals? Because if so, it probably isn't going to fly if I give it to the human. So that's mm. kind of your first gig. Then you move into phase one trials. In phase one trials, you're getting the humans. You usually got less than like 100 or so patients. And you're just making sure like, is this drug going to be safe? These humans that you're testing on may or may not even have the disease that you're trying to work with. You just want to make sure it isn't going to kill them or have some weird adverse effect you didn't expect. Okay. So then once you got that, then you move into phase two. And phase two and three are kind of like where I would say the the real meaningful research occurs. So these are getting into more of the hundreds and then once you're in phase three, the thousands of patients. And now you're really honing in on, is it safe, is it effective, and what kind of dosage range do we wanna look at? Um, So those phase three trials are really when you're like, all right, we've got the magic formula, we're comparing it to whatever is available, if there is something else available, and we're gonna see if it works. So I was kind of seeing like how many vaccines were actually in that point. Um, Moderna has been like a pharmaceutical company. I'm not going to lie. I've never heard of, but they were really leading the race for a while. Um, it looks like Pfizer's also got one in the works. I read that AstraZeneca pulled out their vaccine research. I guess they're focusing their energy on some other research instead now, which is interesting. So they're a pretty big company. I bet they probably like murdered something by accident. (laughs) They found out the whole lab rat thing. They killed all the rats and were like, okay, we probably should just move on. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm sure there's a bunch of other companies that are also in phase three, but those were just kind of the first few I saw. And then phase four trials are basically like once your drug is approved by the FDA, then they do like some monitoring to see like how does it work in the real world. That's where like most of my research takes place is oh, okay. kind of the real world efficacy. Um, that's basically it. The only other thing I thought I'd touch on because I didn't have much for today is allergy medications. Thanks to Matt. I figured it'd be a nice talking, <laughs> nice talking <laughs> oh, point. Oh, Matt with the gin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, But it is allergy season. 
And I think it's slowly starting to wind down, but I know for me personally, it's been a really rough allergy season. Even darling Frankie's been sneezing a lot over here. Yeah, and I'm normally bulletproof to allergies, and uh, yeah, I've been awfully sneezy this year. So, um, you know, you got your like your diphenhydramine, the brand name Benadryl. I think that's what people mostly think of when they think of allergy medicine right off the get-go. But that's the one that's going to make you real tired and sleepy. It's also, if you look at any sleeping aid medications that are over-the-counter. Benadryl. It's the same exact drug in it. So you could get either one and they're going to do the same thing. Um, So I'd go for something more like your Cetirazine, your brand name Zyrtec, brand name Claritin or Allegra. Those are going to be clear. your, yeah, your less <laughs> sleepy formulations. Interestingly, though, if you have really bad nasal congestion, what they recommend more than any of those oral pills are an intranasal corticosteroids. That'd be like your Flonase, um, anything that ends with own. So they don't recommend like crushing up a Zyrtec and snorting it. No, though you know I did hear of a case study that took ah, place a okay. couple weeks ago. So what you're saying is you shouldn't have three and a half Zyrtecs crushed up your nose. That's... I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no, no, oh, probably okay. not. You know, I was just a little curious if you should be doing that or not. Yeah, asking and, uh, for a friend, maybe. Yeah, asking for a friend. <laughs> yes, yes, very curious about that. Um, but yeah, just pointing. They also have intranasal, like uh, actual antihistamines, but there's actually less evidence for those. But so either get your oral antihistamine or get an intranasal corticosteroid if you're still suffering with allergies this season. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all I got. Bro. That's all you got? Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, well, guys, I also have a short segment. We talked your ear off earlier, but we're also tired, so. Mm. Um, that's my excuse for rambling. Mm. But guys, so Xbox, well, Microsoft has uh, they got data mined, or you know, they leaked. Somebody hacked their stuff, and information got leaked. Apparently, there is an Xbox Series X that was hacked out of their system, um, so that somebody got stole the info and released it. And Microsoft turned around and immediately they wasted no time confirming. Yeah, it's a thing. So there's an Xbox Series S being rolled out. That is the smallest Xbox they've ever made. And then they went ahead and just confirmed the price too. And it's gonna be $299. Bargain. We know nothing about it, what it'll do, what its capabilities are. We know nothing. We have a name and a price. We don't even have the price yet of the Xbox Series X or the PS5. They are start. They started off at like $499 to $599 were the rumors. And at this point, they're just people are just coming up with rumors. So I would say, best guess, something close to where your last series was, which is right around the five six hundred dollar range, guys. Do you think everybody's been mishearing it, and really they've been saying Xbox S this whole time and not X? No, no, because they've confirmed that there's two of them for sure. All right, um, all right. But that's enough of my gaming. I really don't have anything else on that. Um, my other thing is apparently AT&T done dropped the ball royally. So if you guys have AT&T, you notice that your phone now says 5G, though I'm not paying for 5G. I was like, uh, this is news to me. When did 5G go live? Well, it's been slowly being implemented, but it turns out they're, I guess the speeds of their 5G, excuse me, I'm burping. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, I guess the speeds of 5G for AT&T are currently slower than their 4G speeds. Now, how does that make sense? I have no idea. I read the article. It made no sense to me. 
but apparently they're also calling their 4G network 5G as very misleading information. You can look it up, guys. I actually, you should look into Sounds this. Sounds like false news to um, me. You know what? I don't. I don't really understand any part of this. I just accept whatever speeds are given well, to me. Well, 4G is a different uh, bandwidth. I don't want to say bandwidth. Is the G like the same thing as like Gigablast? No. No, that that's different. So 4G is a is a wavelength that can travel much further. Um, the only thing is, it's not as fast as 5G. It's yeah. a frequency. So 5G is a much I don't want to say higher frequency because I don't fully understand it. I just know it's a different type of frequency. Let me ask you a different question. That doesn't go as far, but it's much faster. What does the faster. LTE stand for? Honestly, like I have 4G LTE. Is that better than just 4G? 4G? Period. You know, <laughs> that is a good question, and we'll come back next week okay. with that because I actually don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, so guys, AT and T is apparently jipping us off, saying their 4G is actually 5G, and their real 5G in most cities is slower than their 4G network. Just only AT and T so far that's been. Apparently, added. there's some independent company that did a test of mm. major cities, and AT and T was the only one who didn't put up. Uh, like or you know match with match their up. yeah see. verizon a1 nice. um and i they did one other company i forgot who it was gotcha um right. last one is i'm back on this whole Neuralink thing with elon musk and his other company Neuralink. um he has uh you know spacex he's got tesla he has the boring companies digging tunnels underneath every major city in the midwest and Hmm. and uh west coast so are those is this company open to the public yet for shares and trading i don't think because so because i'm about to drain my whole robin hood <laughs> um, no i think he uh i think he privately owns it right now hmm. um like spacex is like his gotcha. that's yeah. out of his piggy bank gotcha. so um much like Neuralink. so they apparently have had successful trials with this with um pigs how do and they know that? Tell me about these trials. So apparently they're just trying to be able to read the pigs on like hunger, emotion, like what they're doing, what they're thinking about. And apparently their base trials are were good enough that they're moving into pe- into human trials. Like actual futuristic human trials. They're going to start putting literal hardware in people's heads. So Do you think you'd like that? Honestly, I'm mulling it over, and I, I want to journal about it in my own time, but I honestly, it freaks me out on one hand. I'm like, I see this going horribly wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you're very um, against, in some ways, AI, so this seems yeah. very against your... I just, I'm, I'm very against you're it. having a moral conundrum, she got it, advanced but, technology. Yeah, at it. the same time, this seems like a great leap into the future. I can't help but think that a lot of... Well, this is me being super optimistic, but I feel as though if it's a tool to help people understand each other, it would definitely be a much needed tool in today's day and age. And uh, I feel like if you could understand someone better or become more productive or just... So if I get, well, I could be able to read your mind. Can I hook you up to a computer? This is where he's going with it, is we'll be able to interface with each other. If you guys ever watch the TV show, The Feed, that it's i guess similar to what he's going for here um but yeah so uh and then the other thing that i'm you know this is another he's just rambling much like myself um but elon musk was uh talking that he would like a robot to be able to do the surgery for you 
same day surgery and you walk out with a neural link in your head which sounds like they're a whole lot of they got a lot of ground to cover before that yeah you know i'm hearing all this now and in my mind i'm like there's no way like maybe in a hundred years no no i give him 10 years but at the same time i'm sure a lot of people thought that about a lot of the technology we have today so i try to be understanding of that guys think back if you were alive 1990 if you think they can't put a chip in someone's head remember 1990 when you didn't have cell phones computers and the internet yeah all right think of the 80s yeah. Here we are, 35 Not years only that, later. But your phone, at first it read your fingerprint, which wasn't too wild, all things considered, but now it reads your face, so like... I'm just saying, is uh, in 35 years, we have gone from you had to carry a brick for a cell phone in your pocket, yeah. to we have sort of self-driving cars that seem to keep killing people. What do you think the um, craziest piece of technology is that we have right now? Honestly, I think it's going to be supercomputers and some of the stuff that NASA's doing with them Mm. where they're really mapping out the stars. Mm. That's some really high-end tech that really isn't talked about just because it's used for such an obscure thing. But NASA's really got some crazy computers. That makes sense. And I can only imagine what Elon Musk has rummaging around in his basement. Mm. Same with like Bill Gates. Those guys must have some crazy tech floating around that Bill no one Gates. knows about. If you want to give us a sponsor because we mention you every episode, <laughs> feel free. I love the guy. He's, he's crazy <laughs> smart. All right, guys. We're done ranting for the week. We're tired. We're sorry if we weren't so upbeat this week. Yeah, Again, we're definitely a little lackluster. It's like 10 but p.m. But we'll get you next time. Next week for sure. Maybe we'll have a guest because it'll be unplanned. But until then, everybody stay safe out there. Check out our Insta, write us an email, drop us a comment, a review, you know. The All use. right, later everyone. Bye.